Welcome to Everyday Elephants. I'm your host, Tanner Olson, and in a minute, I'll be joined by Phil and Katie and Ted. Everyday Elephants is a podcast that discusses what the world is discussing. We take a close look at the elephants in the room, everything from politics to trends to religion. Together, we look for where hope is in the midst of the change in chaos and confusion. Welcome to Everyday Elephants. We're back. Episode four. So far, we have been back every single week that we said we'd be back, which is a huge accomplishment, I would say, for at least uh, Phil, Ted, and myself. Katie, you're the one who's keeping us on on task and on schedule. So thank you. That's why uh, before we dive in, <laughs> we need uh, we needed a big we time. Needed her. We needed Katie I, because without her, I feel like you know we'd be letting other people down. Like she's here, she's helping us keep keep the boat afloat. So this is good. Before no. we dive into all the things that we're going to talk about today, because there's going to be a lot that we talk about today, Katie. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, first of all, that's a lot of pressure because I feel like, you know, I really need to live up to the shoes that you are, you know. It's like saying you're the glue here. that holds um, the but, band together. Well, you really are. Right, you are the, right. The, and I'm like, I'm singer. just, and I'm hoping I know the rhythm, you know, so like this is, this is it right here for me. So um, I'm doing great. I am super tired because as everyone knows, not maybe they don't know, but I'm pregnant. So I am like sleepy. Whoa, big announcement. I am... Big announcement. Oh, for everyday elephants. We, we with, haven't heard since episode the one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, that's so, how I forget the line. So, I will celebrate you know, every time. Yes, yeah, just like it's the first time, but I, I'm pretty mm-hmm. far along. I'm halfway through, so just just tired, drinking lots of water, being a teacher, staying afloat, you know. So doing great. Good. Thanks for asking, Ted. <laughs> oh, oh, my pleasure, Theodore, Theodore, Theodore. <laughs> how are things in the great city of Georgetown, Texas? Things are good. Um, had a great staff meeting this morning. Uh, me and my brother work at a church together, and just uh, it was a good day of getting things done. I uh, was sick earlier in the month, and so I feel like I've been playing catch-up for a while, and today was like a I, – I knocked a lot of things off the checklist before, you know, I was like, okay, 345, I'm going to be on for the podcast. So it was just, you know, those days where you're like, I, hey, I got stuff done today. And so that that it feels good to say, hey, I I got I knocked things out today. I, and you know, it's I a do Monday. work every day, but today and it's, I did yeah. work. Right, exactly. And it's a, it's a Monday, so if you're getting your week start, if you're starting your week mm-hmm. off on the right foot, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. Exactly. I'm glad you're exactly. doing well, man. But <laughs> I, I have to say, you started off with great and staffed meeting, and uh, but you recovered. So I'm glad you're Part doing well. Part of it well. is uh, my niece is there. So Matt's daughter, who's like... Okay. Um, I think she's 10 months now. I, I'm not sure exactly on date. Aww. So she's right She's right at almost 10 months or at 10 months because she's a February birthday, but I just can't remember the day. But she is a ball to have because awesome. she now talks. And by talks, I mean she's learned how to make really loud vocal noises. And it's a uh, lot of she's fun. She's a daring. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and what's, what's fantastic about it is... I get to enjoy the pure like fun of it while my brother who is, you know, they're doing sleep training stuff right now. So he's figuring out like, you know, so they're going through it and he's just like, I love you, but stop. And I'm like, yes, I love it. Cause you're this kid. I love it. Cause it's getting on my brother's nerves and I love it because <laughs> he's like, I love you so deeply, but please 
just inside voice. But she was a blast, and so that makes staff meeting that much better. And y'all were eating breakfast tacos, That's right? Uh, I had an egg bake this morning. Ooh. So well, we'll have to talk more very about fancy. that later Classy. in our breakfast section. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil, what's happening with you? <laughs> Tanner, I'm glad you asked. It was a great weekend. It was nice. It was slow. We weren't traveling for the fourth weekend in a row. We saw Santa. We saw Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus read us a book. That was cool. She was like flirting with Santa while reading the kids a book. Kind of weird, but it was kind of funny for the adults. Um, we went to Holly Fest at church, and I got to hang out with my family, hang out with friends, bourbon, drinks, cigars, cards. Oh. It was a good time. Wow. And then it mixed with all of that. I hope you had some confession and absolution as well. Am I right, Ted? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, you Lutherans. <laughs> I'm here. Oh, Come on in, baby. <laughs> but the best part, I shouldn't say the best part because that's not necessarily true, but it was sprinkled in with a little bit of part three of the Twitter files. So hmm, it's getting good out there in the Twitter world. And yes, Elon is splashing, making noise, and corruption is everywhere, my friends. It's a beautiful thing. So he's that was my also weekend. getting booed in San Francisco. So. I wonder why. Hmm. Anyways, you know, why, why do you think that is Phil? I I don't know. Has something to do with San Francisco and probably the most progressive city, liberal city in the world. I would boom too. Wouldn't you? Well, probably not. Um, I'm not really that kind of person. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you? No. That's just not the way I roll. Tanner, you ask us how we're doing, which is very thoughtful of you. I feel like we never actually ask you, Tanner, how are you doing? Just happy to be here, guys. No, you know what? Things things are good. Uh, uh, we had a really slow weekend. Uh, Sarah was under the weather. She's feeling better, though. So we we just kind of hung at home, which was really great because that meant that I could not go to Phil's party on Friday night, which I wasn't going to go to anyways because it started at 9 p.m., which... Oh, yikes. No. You were yeah, in bed, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, Friday night? Uh, no, I think I was watching basketball, but I was on the couch. The NBA? Okay. A lot, a lot of bit, a lot of bit in NBA. Um, but yeah, things are things are good. We're moving along, uh, you know, heading towards the end of the year. So wrapping up a lot of things, sending out orders, uh, started to to plan out 2023. Uh, so I'm getting excited for for the new year and all the projects that I've got working on. But we're not here to talk about that. We got a lot of other things to talk about. Uh, the last couple of episodes, we've tried to knock out three topics, and then we tried to do two topics. And so this episode. We're just going to stick with one topic, uh, something that's been going around. We want to kind of discuss what's been happening with Brittany Griner and her return to the United States. Uh, and to kind of talk us through that, introduce that uh, news headline, Katie, uh, Katie's going to share that with us. So, Katie, what do you got? Yeah, so Brittany Griner, she was released this weekend and she was retained, if you don't know, retained in Russia for 10 months um, for drug allegations. Um, maybe I think we talked about it was some sort of weed or some sort of, um, just trafficking those drugs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, into Russia and she's over there playing, she was over there playing, um, for the WNBA. And so she was released this weekend. So this is big news, a lot of talk around this and, you know, this is me. I read an article today. Um, and really talking about her coming home and, and her reaction and her character and going around and saying hi to everybody and being really patriotic. And so I thought it was interesting. Anytime I see that there are words associated and really 
associated with somebody, I think, oh, maybe there's people that actually disagree. So I want to hear your thoughts about this whole situation and um, about Brittany Griner. What do you guys think? I'll start us well, off all, because I didn't get to talk a lot last episode. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. You know what? Uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get into it as we go. But I'm really happy that she's home. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of information that came out and a lot of people were saying, oh, she shouldn't have been home. Like this person should be home or this person should be home. But I want to celebrate the fact that that she is home, that she's back and um, that she's back in a country like the United States and is no longer in in Russia, where she was detained for something that like she would not she should not be detained for. Um, and so I'm, I'm really happy that she's home, um, you know, as everyone's been, been really talking about, hey, this guy should be home. Uh, what was his name? Paul? Like, is that the other guy who's mm-hmm. over there right now that Paul was like Paul? And they're like, we want him. David. Should, he should David Whalen. David Whalen. He should be home. Or this person should be home. The fact that 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 she is back, I think that is something that we should celebrate. Um, I think about the story of of the prodigal son. You know, like she's returned. We should celebrate. We should be thankful um, that she is safe and that she's no longer um, in in prison and in those kind of conditions. So that that's my my first takeaway is that. You know, I'm just happy that 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 a, a United States citizen is back in the United States. Ted, what about you, man? Um, you know, I, I I line up with that a little bit. I do think there's some discussion to be had around, uh, you know, David Whalen's been there longer. His charges seem a little more severe. Um, they lean towards espionage as opposed to like drug related. So that's you know, there's discussion to be had there. Uh. I don't know. It gets dicey whenever you're giving up an arms dealer for someone, and that's what, what was his what was up. his nickname? Like uh, the King of Death. What is it? Yeah, something like that. There's some wild. And name. I think they made yeah. a Nicolas Cage movie after him that was based upon that true story. Oh, I think it's called uh, Lord, Lord of, of War. War. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. kind of a big deal. Oh, yeah. the Lord of War. That was his nickname. No, no, um, King. King of Death was, but the Lord of War is a movie, and right uh, based on his that life. bad, be based off. His well, maybe there'll be a part two mm. to be played by Nick Cage. Exactly. <laughs> hey, don't let's um, not knock Nick Cage. Uh, that guy is a he is a dude, national he's having treasure. a renaissance. He's oh oh like um, what you did there. Coming to Disney Plus soon. Um, <laughs> no, I think uh, I I don't I don't know if I have deep opinions on it. Like, I, I agree with Tanner of saying, I think it's good you get someone like that home, that there did seem to be, you know, she was arrested. It was like the U.S. started speaking out against uh, Russia and Ukraine, and all of a sudden, Brittany Griner, who's been playing in this, um, you know, who's been playing in this uh, league for a long time, um, all of a sudden she gets busted. And so I think there's some, um, you know politicalness in that um but i i don't feel qualified to make you know was it a good trade was it not a good trade um this isn't, know, Phil, this where, isn't, this where isn't sports right like you know in like sports where you're like oh you trade this this person for this person and their games kind of line up or their contracts line up this is this is this is not that it is you know this is the deal that they were willing to make and so that was the deal that we were able to take like i don't think it was one of those things where it was just like mm. well we're just doing it because we have nothing else to do and we want to make a news like a, a, a news story i think it was this is how we're gonna get one of our 
citizens back in the United States. So in the YouTube chat, we're being corrected, fact-checked already. Merchant of mm-hmm. death. Merchant. Yeah. Merchant the of merchant death. of death. <laughs> Thank you, we, we can only know there. so many things. All right, okay. Phil, bring us in. What do you have? What are your thoughts? Well, you know, you, you let us off there, Tanner, with some of your thoughts. And obviously, you brought a sense of guilt, bringing in the prodigal son, saying that we should celebrate her life, which is absolutely true, right? We should celebrate that someone is safe. He's about to disagree. Um, uh, she is a team. Um, all of these things are really important. Right? And I'm happy that Brittany Griner is home with her family. But, boo. Right? Here, here we go. go. Um, there, there is something to be said that, um, that it was a horrible trade. I mean, I will say this right now. This is not sports tanner. I get this. But in terms of if you were to um, give another human life for another, this is, I mean, if you were to look at someone who is the merchant of death and you have someone like Brittany Griner, um, it, it would appear that we should get even more human beings back for the merchant of death. Um, I would hope that Brittany Griner would come back. But, you know, David Whalen, um, it, it seems like even... I mean, even what he has done is compared is nothing to compare to what the Merchant of Death is, right? To have this particular person traded, and so I think what what is frustrating is um, the question is why why was it why couldn't they've gotten more out of this deal? Um, why why couldn't they pressed harder? And I think um, it has a lot to do. I think that the the foreign policy of this um, presidential administration is really weak we've seen that with what's happened with the ukraine war we've seen that what's happened in iran and uh um i mean i i i hope that as a leader that they will so phil real quick as you go harder defend how they're weak in ukraine um there was a lot of things that led up to the ukraine and russian war that could have been um handled differently said differently to provoke what has happened um, I think there's plenty of articles and things out there that would define some of those things. Um, but it is, uh, um, there could have been better leadership that is handled. Now, um, I don't want to start comparing to the Trump administration and the, the, the Obama administration. I think it's just known that Joe Biden has a track record of having really bad foreign policy. And it's almost as if the guy got played a little bit. So, um again happy that Britney's back she's a human life oh yeah yeah so to throw that into sports terms we don't have the great gm in the front office absolutely not yeah absolutely not and um there's something to be said where this uh where david whalen's been there for four years now this is the anniversary and and of course the um the russian regime they they're probably going to be wanting and asking for even more now that they know they've gotten griner for the merchant of death who else can they get back? And then I'm not really, I don't know who's in our system and who we've arrested, uh, but it seems like, you know, we can continue to get played and um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So one, I think one the, quick the... thing, real quick, Tanner, this is a quick, mm-hmm. I messed up. David Whalen is his brother who put out a statement. It is Paul Whalen. Paul Whalen. Okay. Paul yeah. Whalen. So, yeah. Yeah. His and brother David another... put out a statement I have. So, and I think there's somebody else over there. Uh, Mark Fogel, I think, is over there too. 
Um, just something I saw on, on the internet floating around. I think going into this conversation, the thing that I was most concerned about was that, um, like Brittany Griner did not ask for this to happen to her. And she also did not ask, right? Like this. And so like, she was like the recipient of grace in the situation. And so the last thing that I want for her is for people to be saying like, you should still be there. This person should be back. Like, you know, along the lines of making her feel terrible for the grace that she was shown to be back in America while somebody else is still over there. Right. And, and like, I don't want that to be popping up on the headlines of like, no, she shouldn't be. She should be back in America. She should still be over there. And this person should be there. Like, I just don't think that's uh, very kind, dare I say, mm-hmm. American uh, to treat her that way. Katie, what are, what are your thoughts in, on all of this? Right. And, you know, I agree with you, Tanner. I, so I see, I see both sides and there's, there's, there's kind of like a tension that I'm holding because um, what for Brittany herself, I agree with you. Cause I don't like, I I'm thinking a lot about what you're saying. Like we all, we should celebrate that something happened, right? That there was breakthrough that a deal was made. We got her back. At the same time, I don't want this political party to um, wave their flag and like, look at all the great that we can do. And actually, there there's obviously more that there's other lives that we could, you know, could bring back. And, and there's and that's just what that's just what we know from media. There's there's plenty of lives. And, and I think about people that are suffering and imprisoned for all sorts of reasons um, that really should have their name on headlines that don't have a platform um, that really should be fought for and not just because their name is is um, redundant in media right um, so um, I see that as well but um, but yeah I agree with you Tanner I, I think like I think we need to celebrate that something was done and at the same time um, not let this be like oh good job um, for doing this. Now you get a pass. You know, I think there's, there's also, there's like a dualism in it as well. There's a tension being held. Um, and, and I like that you said that with Brittany, I, I would, I, I am so glad she's back with her family and so glad that she's adjusting and hopefully getting the help that she needs to adjust back into everyday life. I know I, I was reading an article that said that, um, you know, many people, when they come back, they have to go through, you know, a lot of mental health and she's going through a lot of screening, physical, mental, emotional health screenings. Um, and, you know, like, listen, I, who knows what happened over there and who knows what's going on, um, you know, during that time. So, so like you said, Phil, it's a human life. So, um, those are just some of the thoughts that I had. And there's going to be a recovery process. Um, and there's uh, a lot of information out there where people who were detainees that were in these prison camps, like Brittany Griner was, even for a short period of time, um, that has done a number on them. So obviously, pray for a recovery. And then I think we can all agree that we're celebrating this thing. I don't think there's no disagreement with that. I think where it gets interesting and a little bit fuzzier, and the question I have for you, do you think this was more of a political move to get Brittany out compared to someone like Waylon. Does the same say more, say more about optics? That. Yeah, explain a little bit more. So, I think I, think I, I know I what you're saying. I think I got but you. I, want, I know. I want to hear what Phil has, what else Phil has to say about that. Because I think there's so a little bit more. There was more. a release by uh, the Biden administration that this was a great day um, for America because they reinforce that Brittany Griner, who is not only a WNBA star, a two-time um, gold medalist for Team USA, which is awesome, right? And also a black female who is 
gay. Uh, and this is a great day for um, all people who identify being gay uh, so that they feel more safe, which obviously if you identify being gay and you're in a country like Russia, yeah, that is a scary thing, um, e even more so than being in the United States. So because of her uh, context of who she is, was it more of a, we need to get her out because this is Brittany Griner, and then um, Nancy Pelosi just came out like, what a what a great day to celebrate Brittany Griner again. We're all celebrating, right? And how ironic that this is the same day that the same sex safe I forget which marriage act was passed today. Um, mm -hmm. What what a beautiful thing that has happened. And so you look at that and says, man, does this seem more of like a political move rather than a saving a human life move? Ted, did you want to comment on well, that? I think, you started? I think politics is always <laughs> going to be about, uh, we should name podcasts about elephants. Um, I think, I think the optics is always going to be a part of what politics does, right? That's, you're always in an election cycle. And so if you look and you say that, that I, I a hundred percent believe there were discussions as this was happening about optics. Now, my question would be, were they ever going after Paul Whelan or was the goal solely Brittany Griner, right? Because mm -hmm. um, Whelan has been there for a long time. And again, you have different caveats, you know, for him, it's spying, which is very different than a drug-related thing. It happens in 2018 versus right before the lead-up to the Ukraine conflict, you know, so you have a lot of those things. But it does, I think you're right, Phil, it feels like they gave up a lot for... You don't want to say a little, it's someone's life, but they gave yeah, up a lot. Absolutely. Yep. And, and that's, I, I think that's how you can differentiate is saying it's not that Brittany Griner didn't deserve to be free or, or to be brought home, you know, whatever. Um, but putting someone like this guy back into the world is a big question mark. Mm -hmm. And you do have to ask, okay, how much of this was propaganda by Russia? How much of it was, if you get arrested in the U.S. as a foreign citizen, you get arrested. Like, mm -hmm. was Brittany Griner actually breaking a law? And that's something I will say, I can, I'll plead um, ignorance. I don't, I haven't sure. read enough about, like, I heard she was arrested and that it sounded like it was trumped up. I didn't dig deep enough to be like, okay, what did she say? What, you know, what's going on? Um... Well, I but think we can I, all assume that Russia made it much more worse than probably. Right, right. They was. they wanted something public. Yeah. Oh, I and, think they might have a track record of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and there's definitely, you know, this guy, the Merchant of Death guy, Victor Bout, like, he said, like, oh, yeah, I'm, he is on the Putin train, right? He is, he got released by Putin. So he's, you know, I'm for the conflict in Ukraine. I'm all these things. And. You go, yeah, so is this a reformed guy going back and, you know, going to live off his Swiss bank account, or is he going to get back in the game? Someone who has professed to say, you know, the West is trying to bring down Russia, and so is he going to try and feed weapons to enemies of the West? I don't know. Exactly. But that yeah. seems like a, a lot to, to give away. Um, and... That's the weird tension is like, man, it got someone home, which is a huge deal. But if if other people are dying because this guy starts getting guns into hands of people, did you, you know, 
did you try hard enough for something else where you didn't have to give him up? Yeah. So and that's the question. Know. And then the other thing that comes to mind too um, is you know Brittany had quite the big platform of you know people increasing awareness that she was you know in Russia. She's in this camp and everything. The WNBA is like bring Brittany home, which is awesome. Like I'm, I'm all for those things. Um, even in our Katie, our friend who used to go to our church, she's now the head basketball coach at Baylor. Um, she's put stuff out there because Brittany Griner was one of the basketball players at Baylor. And like, these are all really good things that we need to increase awareness, but she had a much bigger platform while Waylon, I mean, I didn't know who Waylon was until this all happened. Like, to be honest with you, but until Griner was rested. Yeah, exactly. But now you feel for the guy four years in, um, being, well, what he would say is wrongfully arrested for espionage and which I, I mm-hmm. get is a serious crime if he actually did that. Um, but it, it just seems like, man, he's got no one uh, that has a voice for him. Now it's that's interesting right now. Yeah. It's, it's interesting reading his brother's comments on it. Cause his, his thing is they had to get Brittany home. Like, and that's yeah. fascinating as someone who has family, imprisoned over there and his he is the first half of his statement is they had to do it like they had Mm -hmm. to get her home and if they had that opportunity he says you got to take it um and he said this time around um uh they let them know in advance that his brother was not coming home they said in other prisoner swaps it's reported that there's a prisoner swap happening and they it sounds like they got their hopes up and then paul wasn't coming home and so he was, he said he was thankful for that, but, um, you know, he, the second half of his statement is what has our government done for a former Marine falsely imprisoned? Mm-hmm. And it's, that's a fascinating tension to live in, to rejoice with someone who, who gets what you've been fighting for that he, I mean, there's no ill will here for him towards Brittany Griner or her family. I mean, he is on the borderline of celebratory to say, this is good. Um, but then, man, how do you feel when it's, it's what you've wanted, but someone else gets it like that's yeah. tough. When you're, when your prayer that you've been praying, someone else gets the answer for. Yeah. 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 Hmm. That's a, that's a tough place to live as a human being in general. We did have, we did have a comment on YouTube uh, CJU says, don't you think things are already so bad with Russia that we don't lose much by trading Bout back? He's already served more than half of his sentence here. And I thought that's a, that was an interesting comment as well, where it's like, we're, we're trading somebody in their later years of playing. Does it, like, is he going to offer anything to the team? Right. Has he been out of, has he been out of weapons? You know, is that part of the reason is they go, listen, yeah, he, we, we got him out of this, world you know so many years ago it's advanced so much he's not gonna have he's not gonna be able to get back in you know maybe that's what they're looking yeah. and saying is like his contacts are gone the people he sold to was gone like and that might be the state department might know more about that and say yeah this they, is the guy we've... they hopefully do yeah right? you, you a, hope right you would hope but also you, you never really know but you know 
you would think that like they're going into this like saying we're weighing all of our options we're weighing all of our odds and i would hope yeah. that it's not just some sort of like you know like phil brought up it's not just some sort of like political move because of of who Brittany griner is but it's more so of a you know kind of what wayland's brother was saying was like we had a chance like you have to take the chance like that's what it came down to is like you take the move that's right in front of you um yeah. yeah, you know, and I also yeah. I hope, like I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm going back to like what Phil said, like Tanner, you were commenting on that. You know, is it, you know, kind of, is this a political move to reinforce the social narrative that's going on with, um, just like the left side and and social issues and, um, a lot of the things that are going around that are very, um, you know, very popular right now in the thinking. I would hope that, um that this is not uh, using pawns and people and, and vulnerability to play on political moves. I would hope not, you know, part of me, I, I don't, I, this is not a fact. You don't know who knows what their, what their agenda really is, if there is one. Um, but there is a pattern. There are things that we see that happen where um, there are lives at stake and they're using lives and it's almost a detour to say, oh, this is a life. We have to celebrate this, but a detour and masking really the real agenda going on. And because it evokes so much emotion, um, sometimes people are blinded by really what's what that means. And so part of me, when Phil asked that question, I was like, no doubt they, they could be doing this to reinforce maybe a social narrative going on um, to uh, because a lot of um, the things that go on with I'm going to say it again, but with critical theory and, and queer theory and, and critical race theory and all the things that are really um, coming up right now, it, it's a lot of it is taught and indoctrinated through human emotion when it's taken advantage it's taken advantage of um, when people are vulnerable so now i'm just shining light on that um who knows if this is what that is exactly what's going on in this case i would hope not um so i can still sit in that tension celebrate britney but also see hey you know there might be an agenda very well because i wouldn't put it past them <laughs> well and let me let me be phil for a moment and i'll be very short here Oh yeah, this is gonna be really up. interesting, right? To say like, let's look bald? at the opposite side. Uh, no, that's I'll never be Phil. <laughs> Take off your hat, um, Ted. <laughs> uh, if it's a Republican president, do they bring home the former Marine? Oh, and they get slammed if they don't bring home Brittany Griner. I'm sure. Right, and that's I wonder if that's like, I'm so jaded on politics. I would go, yeah, it's. This, this is almost as clear-cut a party line as you can say where you go, if it's a Republican president with the opportunity, he goes to the the vet. And now, again, that is so completely unfair to Brittany Griner, to Paul Whelan. Like, you said that right. beautifully, their Katie, pawns to say and their these game. are right. people, but yep. would it be flipped if someone else were in office? Right. And I think, okay, so the live thing, one for one, you know, ton of lives i get this i'm with you i think where i get frustrated was from the very beginning like man we could have made a better deal if you know me one of my favorite do is to go into a car dealership and get the best freaking deal that's there i'm gonna i've win been present situation. for it it, it scares on. one of your one of your favorite things to do is this i this is amazing. It, hey, what Tanner, what are you doing on Saturday? Man. You want to go buy a car? I'll buy one for <laughs> Absolutely you. Absolutely not. Get so much more money. Absolutely off. not. It's going to be great. All right. And here's the deal we are the United States of America. 
You have a lot of power, right? Hey, Putin, you want your uh, boy back? If you don't want to give us both of these lives, hey, I'm going to continue to fund more of this Ukraine war, and you're not going to like this. I'm going to make your life even harder and more difficult. But no, we have we have leverage, and I think that's what's really hard is like, man, they can't make a deal like that. Sure, we got Brittany. Celebrate. Let's do this. But you could have got more for the merchant of death. Uh, looks Phil like for Secretary of State. We're currently trending on Twitter. It says Klopke 2024. No, no, please. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think that's a good point, Phil. Is like I, I think hearing your frustration of saying like, it's great that she's home. We've said that a thousand times. We'll probably say mm -hmm. it again. But like, that was the deal. Like you couldn't have thrown in anything else. Like you couldn't have done like a we'll give you these two for these two. Like that's just. I think that 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 is, you know, the more that I think about it, it's more frustrating. Like, yeah, I we should rejoice, but also at the same time, like, come on now, couldn't like couldn't we have filled that plane? Hmm. Well, and it doesn't look good when Nancy Pelosi immediately ties it to something else, right? Yep. And yeah. that is if the Republicans have a downfall of, in terms of PR, right? This is purely PR. This is not platforms. This is not anything i'm totally talking about pr if republicans oftentimes their issue is looking like the weird room pr terms right like they don't understand this they don't understand that they only see their point of view that happens a lot the issue with the left and the democrats a lot of times is they think they're really cool and then they kind of like latch onto something thinking they're looking great and you're just like you guys look really dumb. And that I hadn't heard that thing about Nancy Pelosi. And you just go, the greater win would have been just to focus on Brittany Griner. Mm -hmm. And to not, not say anything about anything else. And just leave it at that. But when you then take it and hitch it to your domestic political agenda, Phil, I think that plays into a little bit of what you're saying about... Um, was this a political move mm -hmm. and even being opportunistic even if it wasn't go ahead okay so i get that sorry for interrupting ted this is a podcast no, we interrupt go, go. people so what are your thoughts on this right Brittany griner has a history with uh domestic violence that has been recorded in the past but the big thing is one of the things that um when we were talking about standing and kneeling for the national anthem, Brittany Griner has vocally said before that the national anthem has no place in WNBA sports. Um, again, I understand where they're coming from. This was a lot to do with uh, um, black lives and the black lives matter um, whole movement and with what happened. And uh, so, mm -hmm. I mean, I guess we don't fully understand her full context. She could be talking about that and not just the country itself. But doesn't that also make things pretty interesting, too, um, when you have someone who served their country um, and you have someone that's saying, listen, like, I don't stand up for America. 
Exactly my same thoughts when when Ted was talking about if it was the, the different person, a Republican in office, the different moves, um, bringing maybe a, a military person home um, and thinking about a lot of a lot of the controversy around this is that she's not patriotic, patriotic and maybe bringing somebody home that did serve their country would be a better would be a better move and more honorable. Um, so it, interesting that you said that, because I also mentioned the article where they they explicitly made sure they um, put in there that when she arrived on the plane, that their definition of patriotic was that she shook everyone's hands, was very thankful, um, very lively. And I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting that they would say that because I that whenever there's there's language, there's rhetoric around somebody that is, it seems like an unnecessary statement, it must be very controversial. And I'm um, looking into that, that she doesn't want the anthem played before the WNBA um, probably raises maybe some questions of, you know, should we be fighting on behalf of somebody that might be that just should be that was serving our country. So th those were some of the thoughts I had as well. There was a article that was sent over to us from Yahoo. And this was back in July 27, 2020. So this was 2020. Uh, and yep. she kind of talks about like, you know, it's no disrespect to the military, how her father was uh, in Vietnam and a law officer for 30 years and how she wanted to be a cop before playing basketball and that she does have pride in her in her country. And I don't know, like, I wonder what she will say, what she's what she's going to say now, now that she's home and the difference that is in the work that America has been doing mm. and a lot of the conversations that have happened since 2020. Right, yeah, like since totally. then, the and and the quote that we found in this Yahoo article, and we can put that up on some on places. Is uh, she says, "I personally don't think it belongs in sports." Thinking of the the anthem, uh, that black people didn't have rights at that point. Um, it's hard disrespecting a song that didn't even represent all Americans when it was first made. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know what to make of all that kind of stuff. Like, I I'm, so I don't play. I asked sports a, or have to. Yeah, I asked a hypothetical, but we had a comment on YouTube. And I went and looked it up. Trump claims that he turned down a prisoner swap bout for Waylon in 2018. So maybe that's our answer. Is hmm. and his his reasoning was, um, this is on his Truth Social on Sunday night. He said, "I wouldn't have made the deal for a hundred people in exchange for someone that has killed untold numbers of people with his arms deals." So are you saying that there was a potential swap between the Merchant of Death and uh, Waylon before on the table? Okay. That's what, it, that's what, that's what Trump is claiming. He's saying this happened. Um, he goes on to say he would have gotten Paul out. Um, and this, you know, the question is, is this him as he gears up for a presidential campaign? Sure. I wouldn't be surprised if there was one and he turned it down. Sure. Um, but that That's interesting that adds into it yeah you know and that phil that goes back to administrations like you were saying like was that you know what is that um I, again just so i'm on the record too and saying this and and I, I brought up the question about the national anthem and Brittany, and and again there are things being a white male i'm not going to fully understand the context of what Brittany grinder and other people of different cultural backgrounds have experienced and so I, I think for me personally, 
I have observed all the kneeling that is happening, and I know that it's a very complex thing that has happened. So um, I think my thought is it's going to be interesting with what she just went through, how maybe that might evolve in time. And still, I'm still happy that she's back. And I'm, it, it's, just, think... it's just really interesting when you look at all these different mm -hmm. things and you just like, there's so much noise around you about like, well, look at her, you know, and, and look at this. And man, it's just, these are the cultural conversations that we're having right now. My well, friends. and that's saying that we... our world is a little bit messy. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, and I, that's, I was going to say, I think that's kind of, as we've talked, I feel like this is where we've landed as we, you know, we say, Hey, we want to be our conversations. How do we talk about this? This is a conversation where I don't think any of us fall direct. We see a lot of lines and, Tanner, that's where I was going to go kind of to say, hey, maybe this is where we kind of close it out. It's like sometimes there are situations where you go in the same breath, I can be excited and happy that Brittany comes home and also question and say, but was it the best way possible? Yeah. And it's not clear cut. It's not easy. But I think you can live in that place. It says, listen, she's home with her family and throw out everything political, everything else, she's home. Yeah, but then I, I can also look and see the other side. So, so let me, let's close with, with this question, is the, the response of the Christian, right? As people who are hopeful, yeah. as people who are looking for good and looking for ways for people to feel safe and loved and cared for and to give them a seat at the table right? All these things that we all believe in, in different words or, or less. How, what is our response then, then to this? Right? Katie, what do you think? Yeah, so, you know, my first, my first thought with all of this is, is the sovereignty of God, you know, even in the midst of, of political agenda, whatever things are going on in culture, God is so sovereign, and he sees every life. And I think just standing back and looking at this as a Christian, um, I always think, you know, in some way, when I think of God's sovereignty, um, even the really, really tough things that are happening in other people's lives that, you know, we're hoping for other people to better deals. And we see all through scripture, um, people mess it up but God is still good and he still has his way. And even in the suffering or even in things that are unjust or unfair, um, you know, I, I trust that in these lives that he's still working and moving and doing what he, God does best and glorifying himself. Um, so the, those are some of my thoughts about that. God's sovereignty. That's the big word that I, I always see over these things that when man has so much, seems like they have so much control. Um, I think of God's sovereignty. Phil, Ted, any final thoughts? Um, you know, I think I'll I'll jump in with someone hopped in on the YouTube um, uh, chat here and said, I think what sucks in general is what that when something good happens connected to a political move, we are excited and thankful, but then almost immediately suspicious. And I think that's a comment that goes, Katie, so well with what you said of saying, I can see God at work. I can see him, you know, moving justice in the world. But how dark is our world that almost immediately I have questions about the motives. And, and I think hmm. where I'd leave it is, in, and that was my brother commenting on the, on the chat. And I think it, for me, that's a beautiful sum up is like, how do I be joyful in the midst of uncertainty? 
and that's that's where I'd yeah. land. I, so I'm going to kind of like backtrack because, you know, I, I brought up the illustrations of what Nancy Pelosi had to say of how this is all connected on the same day where a new same-sex uh, safety act was um, approved and voted on and, and all that where it's like, oh, it's politicized and, and all that stuff. Um, so let me say this, because I think this is this is some of my as a response to Christian hopeful in a world and culture that's far different than what we believe. So even though, let's say, Brittany Griner identifies as a gay woman, she is an image bearer um, that has been created by God. And I'm glad that she is home and she is safe. And for all my other friends out there um, who identify being gay and, um, you know, my, my personal belief is God's design for marriage is for man and woman. But I do believe that my friends, my brothers and sisters who are out there and um, who identify that way, they should feel safe. And it is a big day for them as image bearers that they feel that they have safety. They feel that they um, can celebrate something like this. So I don't want to diminish those things because I think it's important for people to be able to have rights. Um, I don't necessarily believe we are a Christian country. Um, we do have maybe some Christian values that are there. And I, I find it, um, I can see that it is a day of celebration where um, someone is returned home where a place where she would be unsafe in foreign countries like Russia and where she could be in a place that you do have safety, even in the United States of America, with all the messiness and tension that's happening. So I'm so thankful for all people that bear the image of God um, and that she is protected. And I, I celebrate that. Um, and I can honestly say that. Yeah, awesome. we are. We are certainly glad that she's home. And it'll be interesting to you because the story is not over yet. Like the yeah. story is only just beginning. More will come out. There will probably be a 30 for 30 at some point on this story. And I, you know, I hope there is, but also like now she's entering into a different phase of her life. This yep. is a big deal. This is a traumatic experience. And so, um, you know, to be able to, you know, we have a small little podcast where we can say like, Hey, we're, we're glad you're home and we support you. And I hope that when, when people go to their, when they go to her games, that they cheer for her and that she's not booed Absolutely. and that she is reminded again and again that, we are glad that you are here. And, and, and in a lot of ways, and the analogy will, every analogy kind of breaks down, but what a beautiful way this is for us to, to think about how God welcomes us home, right? How, you know, we are far off and yet he says, come that's home, good. welcome home. Uh, and so that's my, my takeaway for that. Uh, we're going to close out the episode. Uh, so thanks for joining us for this episode of Everyday Elephants. Before you leave, before you stop listening, make sure to subscribe. So if you're watching on YouTube, Subscribe, become our 20th subscriber. Watch out, oh boy. If you're on Facebook with us, like our Facebook page. Oh boy, amazing. Or if you're listening on any of the podcast uh, streams, go ahead and, and just you know follow us, subscribe to us because we have more episodes coming out in the future weeks as well. And if you're interested in being a sponsor for the podcast uh, or have a topic that you would like for us to discuss, send us an email. Or if you have any of our numbers or Instagram handles or Twitter handles, send us a message and let us know. Or you can email us at everydayelephantspod at gmail.com. We love to get mail. All right, that'll do it for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for, for your graciousness and for understanding when we don't get names correctly or when we call somebody by the wrong nickname. Uh, that's going to happen again. All right, that'll do it for us. Have a great week, everybody.